a sermon of john ocolampadius to young men and maidens by john ocolampadius this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org this thing which i shall speak here to young men which must be fed first with milk and such tender meat I would likewise you that be elders and more ancient in Christ's doctrine to practice the same diligently, every man in his own house at home, for little it shall avail thus openly to preach unto you, unless ye use the same in your own households, the which private and domestical instruction I think so profitable and necessary in Christ's church, that without it our open sermons, though they be never so good and learned, shall little sink or remain in young men's hearts, by reason their minds and sense be so wandering and set upon trifles rather than to mark any good thing such things as be wholesome and for their soul's health few of them regard unless they be brought up from their youth in the fear of god to you now therefore young men i speak that be christened your parents whether they be alive or dead brought you of a good and a christian mind to be christened that ye might be dead from this world and sin remember wherefore god did call you to that life not that you should live here and heap up riches in this world but that you should inherit the kingdom of heaven the which kingdom shall be given only to them that fear god and work righteousness if we live wickedly and continue in sin so as the fashion of young men and maids is to do perpetual damnation and fire everlasting shall follow for god is a just judge again if we will walk in the commandments of the lord we shall find joy and life everlasting in heaven with the angels and all godly saints but if you will not cease from your sins and wickedness but still remain and wallow in your naughtiness look for nothing else but everlasting fire with the devil you young persons you be bound to be obedient to your parents in all things save only such as pertains to god and your soulward in all other matters if you live not obedient to them ye have no excuse before god the first and principal honour must be to god the next after to our parents what profit is it if thy parents do tender thee never so much make thee their heir of all they have and pamper up with all manner of delicates and thou to lose the favour of god without the which there is no health no quietness even as though a man for one little piece of land full of wides and briars should forsake all the whole riches and treasure of the world and at length the lord shall also find these out when he shall judge the world all you ought for the most part to follow the common sort of people having no difference betwixt good and bad and other not knowing things spiritual or else not regarding them first look ye be obedient to the word of god and hearken to it daily and diligently and if your parents do grudge therewith or be offended do you rather fear and regard your heavenly father which hath both power of body and soul than your fleshly parents which have no power over you but only inwardly things which is rather than to be esteemed god which is rather than to be esteemed god which is almighty and which hath promised heaven or your parents here which give you but earthly things and such as be transitory and casual to every blast of fortune truly god i know undoubted some parents which do all they can that their children should not hear the word of god o fowls and perverse people unworthy to be named christian men man must needs here in this world have some god to serve either the god of heaven or else the devil the great adversary of mankind it must needs follow for so saith christ that no man can serve two lords at once 
they which will not serve god do serve the devil and be all the ministers of the devil which do not lead a christian life and for this cause christian men's children when they be christened be told to abrenounce all the works of the devil and so they promise hereafter if they live to lead a christian life to follow whatsoever christ commandeth to eschew whatsoever god forbiddeth and this vow pleaseth god right well perjured and forsworn you be if ye break your vow say not now i made no promise at my baptism thy parents and thy godfathers promised in thy behalf whom also here i charge and warn that this vow be performed and discharged it hath been taken for an high matter of godliness if a young man had vowed himself into some monastery there to remain in service of god and perpetual poverty but unless they had been enticed in with promises and fair flattery words they would never have consented to that wicked madness to bind themselves in abbeys whereas was nothing less than the service of god exercised now for the most part of you ought they neither know what god what the devil what good or what evil means neither is god nor the devil any such thing as the painters make them if you know how merciful god is how good how meek how gentle how suffering how patient and just he is then you know god for by these properties we learn what god is contrariwise the devil is nothing else but unmercifulness hatred envy murder lying mocking of our neighbour and all thing that is naught furthermore they be the children of god which follow god in virtue in innocency mercy pity and unfeigned charity again they be the children of the devil which be lying cruel unmerciful disobedient to their parents perjured they which be obedient to god do all such as please god they that serve the devil do that please him wilt thou now serve god then set thine eyes of thy mind and mark christ be just gentle meek true faithful thou hast abrenounced all the works of the devil in thy baptism now what be the works of the devil i shall briefly declare to backbite and speak ill of men to mock to despise to scoff at widows and aged men to give no reverence to thy parents and chiefly to neglect the word of god and to blaspheme his name worldly men love to go pompously arrayed with their hose jagged the play and make merry as though they should evermore live and never perish they riot and revel they use most impudent dances they go up and down from one street to another all the night long with their crying and routing they take away from aged men and infirm persons their natural rest and quietness they little regard their parents commandments whatsoever they speak unto them they make light and mock at it yea and that is worse the greater fault of them cannot say the lord's prayer right and if they can say the words the strength and spirit thereof they have not they babble up their prayers as the nuns were wont to do their psalter but such young men as serve and add yet themselves to christ be not polluted with such manner of wickedness then such lewd and wicked persons which lead their time so abominably let them nothing hinder you in your virtuous doings whether they be priests or laymen or whatsoever they be for the pomp and pride of this world yet never pleased god nor never shall and yet it is plain such things do greatly delight and stir up young men such as have not yet learnt to follow reason nor consider the end and death of man yet is nothing else all this but vanity to pass time to sport to drink to fight to set idle to solace o lord how pitiful is our youth brought up even from their child age wherefore when they come to be men afterward 
their fruits appear thereafter. In like as our first parents in paradise, a place of all pleasure, were forbid from the apple, that, above all things, they should beware and be circumspected therein. But after that, through the devil's instigation they had committed in taking of the apple, they fell into all manner of miseries, wherewith we be all now oppressed to this day. Even so likewise it is now amongst youth, which supposeth the glory of this world to be nothing else but all pleasure and delight, and altogether honey, when indeed it is bitter poison and verily everlasting damnation. I do not here speak against honest mirth and such manner of exercise of the body as be comely, but because I perceive the devil thus to go about with such delights and baits to snare young men and maids, and so to seduce them from all goodness, if they will consent unto him, that at length he maketh them clean desperate, both without all fear of God and all shamefacedness, which is the only ornament of all young age, insomuch that neither they regard God, neither truth, nor justice, goodness, nor honesty, nor no other virtue whereof also proceedeth their greater destruction, that they will not hearken to the word of God, nor to be brought unto it by their parents. O you parents, little do you know what a charge lieth upon your backs, and you children, when will you remember and consider what it is you promised to God in your baptism? It is not to be neglected, I tell you, that you vow and promise unto God. He requireth our faith, and such unfaithful false covenant-breakers he will punish, and that most sharply. The Lord setteth before us two ways, the one to life, the other to destruction. Mark now well, ye children of the Lord, the one is sharp thorny and full of briars, which few men do walk, but after that it be entered once, it is very plain and pleasant, and bringeth to everlasting life the other seemeth first delectable as though it should conduct us to all manner of goodness but at length and last end it casteth us headlong down to hell where the devil and his angels be kept fast abiding the day and judgment of god therefore saith christ matthew seven enter in by the straight wicket for broad is the way that leadeth to perdition and large is the door and many enter in thereat and again straight is the door and the way narrow which leadeth into heaven and few there be that find it the life of all true christians followeth this straight way in the which way they be daily exercised and turmoiled in perturbations of this world and they never cease nor rest till they have finished their course and come where they would be say some then shall i not keep company with my fellows and acquaintance shall i not make merry with my gossips and solace with the ones or twist a wick i am no monk nor friar what man is able to keep so straight a rule you must consider we be men what would you we should do here is my counsel good son what thou shalt do for i know that the world is wont to object and say here i say and obey the word of god and undoubted thou shalt soon perceive this straight way now to thy seeing shortly to be easy and pleasant and i do not doubt but at length thou shalt give me a great thanks for my counsel which have kept thee from such destruction and jeopardy i would wish to all you young men and children the eyes of your mind open that ye might see the end that such men come to one is slain being drunk and mad another hath his arm or leg stroke off another goeth a robbing and fight wrongfully for other men's money and so strucken down and slain like a beast another is hanged for a small trifle and who can recite up all the kinds of death and destruction that such disobedient persons as these come unto 
what need we any example to be brought when daily experience declareth what end and mischief these wretches come to and the same i speak also to young women and maids they be wanton and incontinent they have and draw to such fellows after their own sort more lecherous than any goat they scoff and mock every young man that cometh to them they delight most in bawdy songs some labour and bringeth forth privily and so they turn other to be common stews or else be driven to extreme poverty and so live in contempt and misery all their life long what honest young man would be coupled or content to be joined in marriage with such a beast then what cost of apparel have they the most base and beggarly women which have right naught yet how sumptuously they must go arrayed amongst the very gentiles a man shall not find more excess and pride in vesture wherefore learn betime you christian younglings to fear the lord god and with whole heart and mind hearken to the word of him every morning the first thing ye do and every sunday and let it nothing perturb you though ye be grudged or condemned therefore for the service of god for this it is that pleaseth god most highly it is no matter whether we live or die to the lord that is enough for us what should pass for more and think this rather and study how you may follow him and care not for this vain sort of men this rascal rabble of ruffians which can nothing else but eat and play and here there is a lacuna in the text the streets to be seen of other and the same i speak to young maids likewise if god send us long life here and we spend it in wantonness in the world to come we shall be cast into perpetual fire jeremiah in his lamentations chapter three saith it is good for a man if he bear his yoke in his youth and good it is for a man if he teach his soul in his youth to bear the yoke of god's commandments if we will be content to serve god then shall the sea and tempest of our nations soon swage for the lord will never forsake us they which be elder men and have received light of god in his gospel know what i say and greatly complain their misery and ignorance in which they have been brought up and led oh say they if we had had such knowledge in the scripture which we now hear thanks be to god we would never have run in the anger of god as we have young age may be well compared to tender grafts or buds apt to be bended which way you will if ye take them in time and and while they be tender but if they be onscroven and passed in bigness it is but a lost labour whatsoever ye do break them you shall sooner than bend them after they be come to their nature the same thing we see likewise in brute beasts take me a lion and bring him up amongst men he will be tame and like it is with children ill education and bringing up maketh much in marring a man filthy words and bawdy talk is a great token of a corrupt heart you must take better heed than ye have done yet what company your children keep what communication they use and this shall make you christian people children be as much consecrated to god as though they were anointed priests or shaven into any order of religion consider groundly with thyself and tremble if thou be in the anger of god canst thou sleep quietly or take any rest it will vex an honest man if his neighbour bear him displeasure and a gentle child if he sees his father sore angered with him he cannot tell what to do to avoid his displeasure with flattering with weeping he assayeth all ways he can to be reconciled again unto his father then how much more ought we to prove all means we may to be reconciled to our heavenly father whom we have offended so oft every hour which hath both given us our body and soul 
they be but trifles that our fathers bestow upon us in comparison to them that we receive of god the lord our father once plagued the earth with the flood of waters only reserving eight persons whom he preserved from the waters through his mere grace only sodom and gomorrah with many cities more he destroyed with fire besides what an infinite number of men hath been slain in battle who will not fear this lord he is slow to anger he granteth us time to repent years sufficient he sendeth his prophets before to admonish us of his anger to come then if we take no heed by his admonishments his vengeance will strike when we least think of it we know no end of our life death creepeth every day while we be most in our rough and daily in our pastimes no man hath a commission of his life how long to live then why obey we not the precepts of god and cease from our sins which slay the soul many deceive themselves when they sin secretly supposing that god doth not behold them if thou shouldst walk in a desert or in the most dark wood where no man could come to thee nor see thee yet god would see thy works take heed of his vengeance which is so sharp for we be ready to offences diverse wherewith we greatly provoke the anger of god work ye the deeds that please god for these two go always together to cease from sin and to work charity if we cease not from sin we cannot work no goodness that pleaseth god let us demand our children thus what faith professest thou dost thou profess that faith which the apostolic church hath left tell me the articles of thy faith i believe in god the father almighty maker of heaven and earth etc let young men be learnt this creed perfectly and let them say it not with their mouth but have it in their hearts that they may set all their trust upon god their maker that both he will and also is able to defend them this it meaneth almighty god is the maker of all things of heaven of earth of things visible and things invisible all things that be have their being of god for without him nothing is made corn wine oil wool and all things else yea the angels of heaven all come of god here we must consider that all these things were created for us oh what a merciful father is this which hath ordained such things for us so unworthy wretches what will he not grant us hereafter what will he deny now to his children unto elder men and such as be more grown in their faith the mystery of the trinity must be declared so much as man's weakness may comprehend there is one god which made all things both that are in heaven and that are in earth if thou dost trust in god thou mayest be sure the devil cannot hurt ye much less no mortal creature to believe in god is to have a constant trust in god and to drive all thine hope in him all other things and creatures set apart and that shall cause us to love god truly other else it is but a feigned and hypocritical love it followeth in the creed and in jesus christ his only son all mankind was damned utterly for their great and manifold offences but christ hath borne upon his back all our sins satisfying his father for us and delivering us from everlasting death that now we should live to our master christ whosoever doth inwardly believe this will conform his life honestly according to the commandments of god eschewing all manner of vice so much as in him lieth there is nothing more abhorrent amongst true christian men than sin almighty god first made adam and eve our first janitors and put them in paradise giving them an easy commandment which they transgressed deceived through the subtlety of the devil whereof we all take our offspring ye know what they did and what happened to them the same infection now is gendered in us 
what man doth not see this and prove it daily in himself but chiefly in children as we may see this more appeareth by little and little for they begin to lie to steal to be light to stand checkmate with their parents nothing regarding god whatsoever is spoken if we see any such vices springing up in them we must reform them in time with rods and stripes lest the evil inveil and get the head so that the whole man shall be poisoned with the venom thereof and so they procure to themselves everlasting damnation unless they redress themselves by time and withstand such infections while they be fresh and grind there is no young man such a babe how young soever he be but he can understand what is good and what is evil for this is the law of nature written in all men's hearts do to others as thou wouldst be done to thyself let us intermit nothing in them which become to a more perfect reason and understanding that they give not themselves to the devil here i admonish all children that if you see your parents slack in hearing the word of god follow not their steps nor be like them all persons shall render account to the lord and every man shall answer for himself desire to go and hear sermons often and the lord shall give you plentiful grace to know him and shall open you a way to all virtues the lord shall preserve you from all them that contemn his holy word wherefore did christ die to deliver us from everlasting death the exceeding great charity of god did not spare his only begotten son but for us all did bestow him unto the most cruel death that whosoever doth believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life therefore let us love him again and accordingly honour him for such benefits as he most righteously doth deserve what greater love can there be my dear beloved children if thou shouldst fall in a deep pit of water and a stranger coming by draweth thee out or if thou shouldst lie sore sick at the point of death that no man should see any recovery in thee there cometh a physician and restoreth thee to health thou couldst not show no like kindness again corresponded to such pleasures done to thee much greater pleasures have we received of christ which hath plucked us out of the mouth of the devil delivering us from hell and promised everlasting life and joy with the angels o dear child say thus in thy mind i will never sin more seeing that sin is such a foul and abominable thing yea and if i were constrained to sin with a thousand deaths yet will i not consent thereto christ was the son of god before heaven and earth was made which at the time appointed of the father was made man without any infection of sin and lived with us in earth and at last suffered for the sins of all the world learn my children patience christ did bear his cross upon his own back was knocked and scoffed was scourged and was crowned with thorns mortify your members in time lest the evil grow inward and at length break forth to your great peril and danger it followeth in the creed the third day he rose again from death ascended up etc bear this you children and elders also i do not mumble up these words without intelligence they be golden words and worthy to be written in all men's hearts with the finger of god christ is risen again from death and so shall we dost thou doubt that thy body shall rise again christ saith it which cannot lie he sitteth on the right hand of the father from thence he shall come to revenge the wicked and to reward the godly with heaven all things are given him in his hand of the father and though we yet here remain in earth weak and brittle vessels yet do we tarry and look for joys to come promised us by christ and to whom did he promise this 
to such as once knowing the truth be content to lead a virtuous and an honest life as to suffer in this present world much adversity for whosoever intend to live godly in christ jesus must needs suffer persecution insomuch the lord hath so premonished us let us be content whatsoever happen whatsoever adversity we suffer for the glorifying of his name and if thou were in service with some mighty lord or prince it could not be chosen but thou shouldst abide many perils take much pains sustain great cold for the obtaining and increasing of thy living then rather sustain you the service of thy lord god and doubt not of thy reward for he himself hath promised to reward that in his endless kingdom i believe in the holy ghost etc which did teach and now doth teach all the faithful the truth that christ preached unto us the operation of him is to make us despise the world with all his concupiscence younglings here i admonish you whensoever any ill thoughts tarry long in your minds be you certain it is the devil that hath stirred up the fire cast him out through prayer and alms deeds the good spirit doth engender in us the remembrance of eternal things and that be good and let not the thing that is good dwell in a corrupt place if we be slack and negligent now that we be called of our merciful father to his heavenly feast he doth but well and worthily if he call back again his grace so gently of his mere tenderness offered unto us truly we be well worthy of many scourgings and beatings if we return again to our old vices after we have received and known the grace your going is much unseeable your jagged and cut apparel so dashing about you do you declare a mad and a foolish mind you be proud and puffed up you give no reverence to your elders the holy ghost did not teach you this why do you neglect his inspiration fight against satan with all his pomp and that with continual prayers resist the vices which grow in you good children learn to pray gladly our lord's prayer so shall you prove to good men and shall be both worship to the commonwealth and an ornament to christ's religion flee from such company whose mind is all set to do mischief these be wicked persons which go about all they can to oppress the verity by their manners their counsels and life howbeit they be not able to avert although they somewhat obscure it but only in their own hearts which delights in lies god is merciful and very gentle therefore call upon him in christ's name and despise not the grace of god after the fashion of some young men to foolish and light which ill provide for themselves both here and in the world to come but these flowers and life of theirs will soon fade and then shall they perceive and forethink in their minds what they have done i believe that catholic church etc there is but one faith of all that ever have been both prophets and apostles and this universal church is not contained in one place here but in all places of the world christ's church is dispersed be you not deceived so to think christ's church only to be which is governed under the wicked pope the lord hath his people in every place the true church is that which hath the word of god the old and new testament which hath her sacraments baptism and the lord's bread if anything be taught thee against the right doctrine of the gospel by any man how holy soever he be be it to thee accursed if the papists do teach the true honour worship and dignity of christ follow and embrace that doctrine but else if they teach any other thing that is their own dreams and traditions avoid it quickly lest you be defiled with the leaven thereof and be not quick in believing them that say our forefathers the bishops with all the general councils gathered together in the holy ghost have appointed this though it be directly against the word of god therefore you must believe it under pain of eternal damnation let them avaunt with their baggage and fantasies wherewith they have infected and deluded all the world so long let the youth 
learn the word of God exactly, so shall they easily judge of the faith and word of God, and shall not lightly swerve from God's right doctrine. The sheep of Christ hear and perceive his voice, and follow him whithersoever he goeth. The forgiveness of sins, etc. Some heretics there have been, which have denied forgiveness of sins, and have invented, I cannot tell what pestilent doctrine, out of their own heads. Also let these avoid with their errors. Christ calleth sinners to him daily. Amendment of life is preached to all men, for them to obtain forgiveness of their sins. Trouble not yourselves about auricular confession. To the Lord confess your sins every day, and how are the which he only forgiveth himself. You fathers have respect and regard of your servants and maids, that they run not all the year long in their filthiness without fear of God. And so doing, you shall be lightly allowed of God. Let them learn sermons early out of the word of God, whereby they shall learn to know God, which is the beginning of an honest life, forgive you all envy and all hatred, and your Father in heaven shall forgive your offences. We have remission of sins, where? In the cross, when, as Christ suffered for all our sins, that is, the sins of all the world, think ye not their sins to be pardoned, which live in all wickedness and filthiness. God forbid that we should say such men believe in Christ, that have their hearts full of filthiness, and replenished with all mischief, and let no man think it much, though he suffer here some kind of cross in this world for the justice and glory of God. We have a promise of raising of our flesh, whereof the faithful man nothing doubteth, but is sure that there is another life after this much better and joyful. This is our faith, which is taught us from our youth, which all Christian men do profess. Neither do we teach any other, whatsoever papists babble of us. If this faith be lively in us, it will bring forth fruits accordingly. What doth baptism make? It cleanseth us in this manner from sins. And like as the water purgeth the body, so doth the word of God purge the soul. Let us abhor and renounce our filthy and sinful life, if we be Christian men indeed as we profess. Howbeit... Yet the appetite and proneness to sin remaineth in us still, the which, if we trust in the Lord, is pardoned and taken away through grace. Our prayer with all desire, that the glory of our Lord may go forward, and that his kingdom daily may be enlarged unto all the ends of the earth, will they nil, these wicked papists. Let our supplication and prayer be to God after his will and pleasure, which standeth ever and profitable to usward. Say, O most holy Father, help our infirmities, Forgive our manifold offences, give us right faith, that we may be appliant to all good works which your will requireth. Deliver us from evil, that is from the devil, that he have no power nor empery upon us. Exercise yourselves much in the Lord's prayer. Put away the books of your wicked prayers, whereof all the world is full. And be not like the hypocrites, which have a great pleasure to brag their prayers before other men, which also stand in every corner of the streets, that they may be seen of all men. But these have their reward already. Let them look for none of God. Matthew 6. It is time, I think, now to draw to a conclusion, seeing the hour is full up. I beseech and desire you, fathers, by our Lord Jesus Christ, that you give good Christian example in your houses to your children and servants. Prove you examine well your hearts coming to receive the sacraments. If you find this in yourselves, that ye can be content to lead a Christian life hereafter, ye may boldly come, if not, away, lest ye be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. Or if you do purpose, as you be wont to do after the feast of Easter, to run from town to town like madmen, to fall again to your old conditions, banqueting with your whores and with your harlots, I do you to wit, to receive it to your damnation. Thou that art a father, instantly call upon thy son or thy servant, that he come not hither to dishonest the board of the Lord, or to receive to him his own judgment, as Paul speaketh. 
it is not one day's business all our lifetime we ought to employ this matter we will not after the papists manner our guests come to this christian feast let the papists go with their errors it is no light thing to receive the body and blood of our lord here lieth the weight of all the matter that we should hereafter lead a new life forsaking our old sinful nature let all things spring of a faith unfeigned so all shall be well both here and in the world to come we shall both please men and all the angels above for they do greatly embrace such as these adore god sincerely if we would follow this rule of charity that we would love our neighbour as ourselves and pray for all our enemies then would god have great delight in us neither let us think the christian life consisteth in words only but in works and deeds other else do we nothing but slander the name of christ among infidels the lord lighten all our minds with his grace that we may do all things to his glory and to the edifying of his catholic church so be it end of a sermon of john ocolampadius to young men and maidens by john ocolampadius